This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. I'm Holly Snape, um, your host from Community Waikato, and I have with me in the studio, I'm actually very excited, I have um, Ros Rice and I have Patty Davis. Um, what's exciting about this is that sometimes we do this over the phone. Yes. But I actually have you in the studio in Hamilton all the way from Windy Wellington today. Uh, kia ora, Holly. How kia are ora. you both? I'm good, Holly. Good to see you in the flesh. It is always <laughs> nice to have a flesh-based meeting. <laughs> Yeah, it sounded unusual. So, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> so today we're going to have a conversation about what CNA does, who they are as an organisation, and how they help those of us working in the community, um, not for profit sector. We're also going to talk about a really exciting project that Community Networks Aotearoa has been working on for around about a year. So, um, it's a magnificent piece of work, and we'll hopefully have very tangible benefits right around the country. So, let's start first of all with Community. Network Aotearoa, what on earth are you? Oh, um, well, we're what's called a national umbrella organisation, and what that means is that there are a whole lot of members that belong to us. We're an incorporated society, and because we're community networks, all our membership are networks, and like Community Waikato is a network in the Waikato, and um, we have, I think, about six other memberships oh, that are networks in the Waikato as well, but um, we have memberships of networks from right throughout the whole country, and each of those networks in their own way have their own connections out into the community. So we reach out through our networks, through to communities, and then down mm -hmm. into the grassroots. And what we are is we're um, support, we are training we uh, help help uh, networks we're a voice between the community and voluntary sector and government and um, we take a look at lots of legislation and uh, speak to how um, that might affect the networks and their members so we're one of those sort of groups mm. we're sort of there to help and it's um, you know it's a really nice way to put it. Uh, Community Networks Aotearoa was not your first name. No, we used to be the New Zealand Council of Social Services, but we also had at the same time around we had the New Zealand Council of Christian Social Services, and everybody used to get the um, the. You can see how there would be confusion. Used to get confused. <laughs> yeah, and we actually worked quite closely with the New Zealand Council of Christian Social Services over the years, um, but we're not the same organisation. No, no, and I think you know it's interesting because. You know, under the the term the banner CNA Community mm. Networks Aotearoa, you've been able to spread out quite a bit more as well. Like you've yes. you know you've really grown that membership and touched a whole lot of other different um, network organisations that perhaps wouldn't have necessarily come in under the cost. 
Yes, well, COS says Council of Social Services, and we're much more than that. Mm. And not only do we have small networks based in regions and community houses, and we have a couple of REAPs and um, other organisations like that, but we also have national organisations joining us. An example is the YMCA is a member of ours. I don't know if you'd call them social services. No. Um, for instance, um, Community no. Access Radio's yeah. national office is called Karma, and Karma belongs to us, and that's radio broadcasting for no, the I'm public. Th- I'm thinking the neighbourhood support Port isn't really social service, no. but it's certainly a network. So yeah. the issue that we've honed down to is that actually we're a network of networks. That's yep. what we are. Yeah, and and able to provide a broad range of services on mm. um, such a limited team. We've got we've got essentially the whole team right here in the studio right now. Yep. Very compact. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but Com- with a, but with a new person who's just joined you. Yes, yes. who's yes. not here today. Unfortunately, Kiera Callahan and Kiera um, is starting officially with us on Wednesday. Fantastic. What will Kira's role be? She's going to be our comms person, and we've been doing comms ourselves yes. for quite a long time, and we've decided we need a little bit of professional help. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually, I think it's really important you say that too. You know, um, I think a lot of us as NGOs think you know, we, we look at where we can make savings all the time, mm. and I think some of these things that are actually quite important we just absorb and do and communications is there's actually a lot there's a science to it isn't there you know it's, yeah. Yeah. it's not just sending out emails and, and I think it's really smart to um, put you know a bit of investment in people with those skills and she's young too and we really like the idea of having someone younger coming in they yeah. connect with the youth as well yes and um, she's smart and oh a really good positive to Kira is that she's just finishing a law degree and she She's really interested in legislation, which means mm. we're going to have someone on staff who can help review legislation with us. Actually, and that will be vital because, of course, that's one of the core things that you're able to provide mm. is um, with the submissions, so that advocacy on behalf right. of organisations, but also insight into what does this mean? I mean, at the moment, we've got, of course, the um, Incorporated Societies Bill. That's right. And and to be able to have someone that can break it down in uh, you know mm. English, mind you, I have to say I think we did a pretty good. Oh, job. you did do a, a great job. But wouldn't it have been nice to have someone with a legal hat on just yes. to go? You know what? You just you just feed yeah. that back it's to me. It's been really great, really great. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It's amazing work that you do, and I know, of course, because I'm a board member. You so. are. You yeah. are indeed. Yes, she's one of the best board members. But don't tell the rest because <laughs> I tell all the rest they're the best as well. I'm sure you don't oh. <laughs> look um but what what i really want to turn to today is this um fantastic resource that cna has um, been investing in for the community and social okay. service sector so if you could tell us about the big project well i'll tell you about a bit and then i'll let patty tell you about a bit awesome but um the main thing about the project is that after years of me travelling around supporting membership, when they had problems with their governance, it might be um, uh, they don't like their chair or a whole lot of board members yeah. have resigned and what's going on. And um, 
I realised I was spending hours every year travelling around trying to save organisations that really the only problem was they didn't actually know how to do governance. Now, governance is something that um, you get a whole lot of reactions to when Mm. you try to talk people into learning how to do governance. And so we took a look at all the reactions that we got back from people and then said, how can we fix these things? So one of them is governance is too expensive so we're making an online platform that anyone can access that means anyone doesn't have to be members doesn't even have to be uh, a an NGO, NGO yeah. no yeah. anyone can access it and it's going to be inexpensive and then secondly there's the thing of every governance thing I've ever done it's always been about you know, corporate governance and they don't seem to understand how to train us in NGO governance so we've made it focus specifically at the smaller organisations um, in the NGO world mm. um, we've, people have said governance is too complicated so we've tried to make it understandable and we've tried to make the language understandable and explain those terms eh, that, that you, you're just going to get exposed to you're going to get ex- exposed to the term quorum so mm. you need to understand what, what a quorum, does quorum is, mean? and it's actually got a simple explanation. So, That's right. Yeah. And then when you look at the um, uh, different things that people want, we've tried to cover in it the issues that we've found come up over and over again. Mm. What is your constitution, and what does it mean to your organisation? How do you read your balance sheet? How do you run a meeting? How do you get rid of a stroppy board member? All mm. those sort of things, mm. and um, as well, people have. S- We've, we thought people go quite defensive when we talk about governance and they go, look, say it's a retired accountant. I've mm. been a retired accountant. I know how to do this sort of stuff and I don't need to. And Or do you think I don't know what I'm yeah. doing sort of thing? So um, what we're thinking is what can make people see that there's an advantage to them to do governance and how can we tempt them in to do the course? Mm. And um, how we're going to do it is we're hoping, we're still negotiating, but we're hoping to be able to offer um, a micro a micro credential at the end of doing the course mm. so you actually get something that shows you've got some skills yeah. I, I think that's a really good idea there's there's something also about then that's standardized across the country mm. you know um, an understanding of this is what you've got and this is what it means yeah and then um, as well as that people have said I've gone to governance courses and I'm just sitting in a room all afternoon looking out a window and it's really boring so we've got these modules and if in the middle of doing a module after you've come home from work because remember mm. these are board members yeah if suddenly you have to go away and deal with something some visitors arrive or something like that you can stop the module and then come back in and start it where you left off and so you can just do it at home in your own time when it suits yeah and there are a few other things and I do want to say that there is a, ma- a focus on te ao Māori um, we think that's really important and a lot of people out there in NGO land are saying to us how do we yeah. give um, actively support what who's our local iwi how do we get in touch with people what are we expected to mm. do we don't know how to address this issue so we're going to be addressing that as well to help people with that issue what else Patty? 
You, well, can, you can use this. Sure. One of the things <laughs> that uh, is most timely about this, as you said before, is the changes to the Incorporated Society Bill. So what's going to happen is when there becomes an act, either at the end of this year or next year, what's going to happen is that every Incorporated Society, every drama club, every tennis club, every drafts mm. club, every bowling club, I don't think there's a New Zealander who doesn't know anybody who's involved in a committee. Mm. So everyone's going to be affected. So this is a really timely project and a great way to go, we have to look at our constitution. All the incorporated societies are going to be wiped off the board and then going mm. to reapply. So they're going to have to upskill their people and they're going to have to get used to what they need to know. Yeah. So what we're doing is making sure that we have the resources available for everybody. Simple language. What do you actually need to know? Not, um, oh, I, I, I need a law degree to understand this. Yeah. It's coming down to conversational language, how to have an effective meeting, get in time and home, uh, get home in time for tea, those yeah. sort of things. So it's about oh my goodness, cause everybody. Isn't, isn't there a big difference between being on a committee where your one-hour meeting takes three hours yeah. <laughs> yeah. and your one where your one-hour meter takes, takes an hour? And, you know. it, and it's some simple um, effective methods. So if someone comes along and goes, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get around to reading the minutes. Uh, yeah. How do you address that without being rude? How do you just have a, a professional conversation and say, actually, that's going to take your time yes. to go back over this. So we're going to continue with the meeting and you'll just need to catch up. And, yeah. and, and because everybody else here has gotten to read the minutes and so we can get on and get home. Oh, look, exactly. <laughs> uh, because the last thing you need is for someone to read out the minutes. Yeah, because that's yeah. how it used to be done so often in, oh, in no. meetings, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> read, read everything of the previous meeting. You're like, wow, I want to look forward. Why am I spending all my time looking back when people should yeah. have done their reading? I'd like to add something too, and it's thanks to Patty. Um, there's large amounts that will make you smile. We've we've done this whole thing with a smile. Um, some parts will be outright funny. Yeah. Some parts will be quite quirky. Yeah. But we're hoping that while you're doing this, you're actually having a good time as well. So, so in a previous life, Patty, you've you've had quite a, a theatre background. Yeah. So I uh, I've only come to this sector in the last year or so. Prior to that, I had a couple of decades working in theatre and film and TV mm. up and around the country and overseas. And so um, when we were doing this and looking at getting a, a visual aspect of these modules just to portray some scenarios, what happens here, um, I thought, yeah, let's have some fun. Absolutely. And it, it does sound like fun. Eh? So we've got videos with each module and the videos are going to be quite different <laughs> yeah, from yeah. what you might be used to in a training module. Because yeah. I, I think it's really, it's really good to reflect a meeting can actually be fun where you get to discuss what you're there for rather than, oh, well, now who's speaking next and what's going to happen here? Yeah. But it's about, because one of the things is that we got all these people who are volunteers in New mm. Zealand and what they're volunteering is to get something done whether it be a market garden or getting a hall built or mm. just making sure that they're fundraising for a school trip they want to get that stuff done rather than the bureaucracy and what That's we're right. doing is just going as long as you've got some of these key simple ideas behind you and you're all on the same page knowing what the words mean mm. knowing just what you need to do to make sure that you're legal and you're getting by you can focus on the work that you want to focus on yeah. and, and I think that's so key you know when you're thinking about attracting younger people to come on in and volunteer you're not going to do that with a three hour meeting with someone reading <laughs> minutes and someone going what's next on the agenda yeah. like, that doesn't really um, inspire kind of you know young people to, to get involved, eh? Yeah. 
I people, think I think some people will be going what's next on the agenda, but hopefully they won't be doing that for three hours. No, and, and hopefully the next thing on the agenda is oh, how have we progressed this goal? Mm. <laughs> you know, what's that? so not worrying so because you've actually done your readings, you understand your books, you've you've been able to tick that stuff off and then focus on the guts. We'll also be talking about the difference between management and governance, which is something that's really widely misunderstood. Where the governors, the the board or the committee mm. uh, get involved in the day-to-day work that they've actually employed someone else to do. That's right. So we talk about the best way to ha- manage that because it's not always the same. Sometimes the um, governance board are the only staff and do have to do management work. So we've made allowance for the differences. Yeah, because there is a spectrum there, isn't it? Yeah, there mm. is. But mm. if you've got an employee, um, a paid employee, or even or even volunteers that are taking that primary duty, having that um, differentiation is really important, isn't it? Yeah, and and also things like, you know, if you're eight people on us, um, an executive committee, it's probably not best if each one of you visits the manager at different times and gives them different instructions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You know, you're not going to keep your managers long. So we're sort of talking about you know, indirectly, those sort of issues and how to solve them. So this has all been put together in what is going to be an online platform? Yes. And you said that um, you don't have to be a member. So how would people end up finding it? Like, How would they come across this? Well, we've got a bit of a perfect storm at the moment because we're getting a new... um, what's it called a CRM which is a customer relationships management mm, system system and at the same time as we're getting that Mm. we're getting a new website and at the same time Mm. as that we're planning for our conference when we're going to launch of course yes so we're trying to wait for those three things to come together but basically um once it's launched, which will be in October, on October the 28th, mm. um, we'll have all that information up on our new website and you'll be able to go in there and um, sign through to the to the platform from Perfect. our website. And our website's going to stay the same, www.communitynetworksaotearoa.org.nz. Yeah, fantastic website, and people should go and check it out because it'll um, be better in a yeah. bit soon. Yeah. <laughs> and they can see the difference, hey? Yeah. 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 Go and look yeah. at it now and then look at it in a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. It'll be perfect. And it's had its beauty sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so once you're on there, there's going to be a specific page called Tick for Governance, which is the name of the project that they can look at and they can go, oh, 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 that sounds really good. I'm going to do that. Oh, yeah. and something I can tell you is that if you decide your whole board, every board member, because you can only do it individually, yeah. but if you decide every board member on your board wants to do the course so that you become a tick for governance board, which, yeah. by the way, we will recognise, um, it's a bit cheaper. We, we cut the price for a whole board. Oh, that's great. And also CNA members get a bit of a discount as well. Mm. But it's still not that expensive. Yeah. Let's um, just talk actually quickly about a CNA member and what, what do you need um, to what do you need to be or do to qualify to become a member of Community Network? Well, you have to apply for membership and yes. that um, the agreement that you qualify comes from our executive committee. So then it goes to the executive committee and they have a look at your constitution and if your constitution says that you align with our values and if your constitution says clearly that you are a network 
then you're, you're so what would constitute fine. what would constitute a network because they can all look quite different when I look at across our members of course we do have very different types of network organisations we so. do and it's a tricky one yeah um, <laughs> so you're asking me a tricky question because yeah. in the end it's up to the executive committee to make a decision but if you are an organisation that has connections to lots of other organisations or that um, has membership like for example Neighbourhood Support New Zealand mm-hmm. has neighbourhood support groups all over the country Yeah. or um, maybe you host network meetings for other organisations Organisations yes. in your region. We have had we've we've still got a member that actually isn't per se a network, but opens up its rooms for other organisations mm. to use for meetings, and also shares lots of information out to other organisations. Even though this particular organisation is focused on working with vulnerable yeah. children, but because it does that extra work with its community, we're quite happy to welcome it in as a network. Yeah, if an organisation doesn't meet the entry criteria. Um, for being a network, yep. they can still be an associate. Associate member. And the only difference is you can't vote. So would that mean that if someone was an associate member, they would still be able to access... We probably haven't had this discussion No, yet. we haven't. <laughs> ask anyway. Um, would they get the subsidised rate for um, the gut tick for governance? If they're a member, they're a member. Even if, if they're, they're an associate, associate member, they're a member. Yep, that sounds fair. Yeah. That sounds good. Sorry to put you on the spot. I realise we probably haven't delved into Look this. Look of but. utter fear past my face. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. That's why I brought Patty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is exciting though, and this this is going to be a real opportunity um, mm. for many organisations who may have struggled to identify the right type of platform to support their knowledge and, and growth. Um, as a as a governing body, mm. <laughs> and it can be scary, eh? When you first start getting into this space, you become the governor of the first organisation. It yep. is, you know, it's a scary path to walk. Or, or you go to meetings. You've just joined an organisation, got voted onto the committee, and you go to meetings, and everybody just sits around and drinks tea all day, and you don't seem to do any work. Or you go to meetings, and they suddenly you find out that you've been nominated as treasurer. Yes. And you know, and you go, well, what does the treasurer do? This. This helps you with all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think too, you know, when you go, I remember going to my first meeting. It was um, my first volunteer role on a um, board was for a um, an animal charity. What? Yeah, it was a rescue <laughs> or animal rescue charity. You have my heart. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was, um, I think I was still a teenager. Was about nineteen, maybe twenty, and and it was really cool. Um, but I remember being quite overwhelmed by. There was, you know, everyone seemed to know what they were doing. Oh. This yes, structure yes, of stuff that was happening, yes, and I just sat yeah. there going, "I've got no idea mm. what is and, happening and now." There's, there's a, there's a, that's great when people have a good structure. It's not great when you don't know what that is. Yes, but also, what happens if they've just been do- doing it that way for years yeah. and don't realise that actually that's not what it's, they should be doing? That's mm. right. Things change. Yeah, look, and they, accountabilities change, and they really do. Legislation changes. And another trust I've been involved with is a not for for organisation and um, the the president kept saying we couldn't use the word profit because that was we went it wasn't legal for us to make a profit so we couldn't we could say <laughs> you know surplus and I'm like it's, it's actually just not an issue no <laughs> you right. know they don't care about that language actually that brings up another thing um, say you do the course and we teach you about some of the legislation in the course and then 
a new government comes in or the old government decides to do something that affects how an NGO might run, how do you find that out when you've learned a whole lot of stuff through the course that was the previous law? Mm. So the platform, which is from an organisation called Points Build, we send them the information they need and they will contact everybody who's done the course and update them on the new legislative requirements. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. So it keeps you up to date. Yeah. Now, I mean, I actually think that in itself should be the big selling point for anyone who's thinking about whether or not they should do something like this because keeping up is probably one of the biggest challenges we yeah. face. Yeah. 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 Especially if you're not, I mean, we work in this every day, mm. you know, so we see this. But if you're someone who's potentially working full time somewhere else and then mm. this is what you do once a month, you mm. know, yeah. it's a part of your yeah. passion. You know, the legislation's probably quite far from your head. <laughs> you know, That's you're right. worrying about what what you're actually trying to achieve, not not the legal structure that you're doing it within. A good opportunity to bring up another issue, actually, and that is when you start hearing about this, and it's going to be launched in October. If your staff don't throw it away, yeah, pass it on to your board because governance is about your board or your executive committee. So. You might get it through your emails, some information about this course, and you might think, that's not me. But please, pass it on to your chairperson. Don't just throw it away, because it's all to your advantage that your board knows how to do this work oh. properly. Pass it on to your board. Yeah, I think that's actually a really, it's a very, very important piece of advice. Mm. Um, you know, particularly when we were talking just before about difference between governance and management, you mm. want your board to mm. get how to keep their nose out of your business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. So look, we don't have much time left, but just in the couple of minutes we do, you're here in Hamilton. It's marvellous. What are you here for? Oh, we we are we are here for the sunshine. Yes, primarily. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful day after a rather crap weekend and, in Wellington, and the, food. Yes. and the extraordinary food. Yes, which we've just had at the Gothenburg, which was beautiful and delightful. You have to go for yeah. lunch. Yeah. <laughs> but we're also there to meet with some of our to meet here you. Yes. And some of our other members who uh, have formed a group to get together to share resources, to share what's going on with each of their organisations, to look at what they're doing similarly, to look at where they're different and whether that might work in one region versus mm. another region. What can they share? And that's one of the beauties of uh, NGOs is watching a group of people come together, share knowledge and yeah. be really open about it, be really um, careful and kind with each other. How can we be better organisations by helping each other? Yeah. And it's been marvellous. Um, you know, Roz um, has come along to these since we started them, which has been... Missed oh, no, one. I've yes, missed one. Yes, You still paid for lunch, though. I did. Yeah. <laughs> She's a good woman. This is a good organisation. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great to have Patty with us as well. I think, you know, it brings, it brings such... Um, it, it brings a lot of depth to be able to have that uh, higher-level national um, communication in our, in our conversation. And I'll just say one last thing about um, coming here from Wellington. A lot of people out in the region say to me when I get around, everyone in Wellington, they don't understand what it's like yeah. in the regions. I just want to tell you that just about everyone I know in Wellington comes from somewhere else. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I come originally from Invercargill in Southland, and Paddy comes from Dunedin. Yes. Um, so uh, just to put your mind at rest, 
there's very few Wellingtonians working in our sector yeah. in, in Wellington. Just about everybody comes you, from and, the region. And I'm actually sure that you have the same frustrating experience as us trying to deal with bureaucratic Wellington. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, we have to deal with it all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look, so we love having you here. We look forward to you being back. Thank we you. We will have another conversation at the launch or just after um, of, of the governance platform. Um, and just thank you guys for the amazing work you do. Thank you, Holly. Oh, thank you, Holly. And thank it's been a pleasure. Awesome. Um, and that is us for another week. It flies by. <laughs> that is Connect with Community Waikato. And you've been listening on Free FM 89.0. episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.